Hey, hey, kia ora EC whanau. My name is Angela Bush from EC Learning Unlimited. I have an extensive and varied background in early childhood education for over 30 years. I'm a passionate teacher, leader and professional learning advocate. For keeping current and ECE podcasts are for teachers, leaders and anyone with a passion for continuous growth in early years education. You're listening to one of our Lunch Bite podcasts, where we bring you bite-sized, useful information in less than 15 minutes. So let's get stuck in. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the concept of dispositions in early childhood education. I frequently get asked questions around what are dispositions, what does that mean, and what does it mean for me as an early childhood teacher when I'm assessing or looking at children's learning? So the purpose of today's Lunch Bite podcast is to help bring about some understanding about exactly what dispositions are in ECE. If you're working in an early childhood environment, you'll no doubt have heard the term dispositions used when talking about children's learning. When teachers assess children as learners, they will look for their dispositions. But what exactly are dispositions and why are they so important in early childhood education? Let's take a short, sharp look at dispositions and what it means for you as a teacher. A disposition can best be described as a tendency to act in a certain way. For example, some people have a tendency to try really hard when the going gets tough, while others may give up easily when things are just too hard for them. A disposition can also be described as a mood or a general attitude in life. For example, the old saying, that person sees the cup as half empty, well, that person sees the cup as half full. So it's their attitude and way of seeing things. As teachers, we add another layer to our meaning of dispositions because we're interested in learning dispositions. This means that we look for and we want to understand and know how children are learning because this impacts our teaching decisions and our planning for our curriculum. In other words, how does this child take on learning? How do they absorb learning? How are they learning? Do they stand back to watch and wait before giving something a try? Or do they bust straight on in and give anything a go without much thinking? I'm sure you can think of some children who display those tendencies. Learning dispositions affect how children approach learning and therefore the outcomes of their learning. In other words, a child's attitude or tendency to learn will affect how successful they are in learning. This is really important for us as teachers. We all know that the early years are super important for laying the foundations for lifelong learning. We are all continuously learning, but our attitudes, our self-belief, and our willingness to learn started in our early years. This is why early childhood teachers should be paid more, right? Think about yourself for a minute, though. If you have to learn something new that challenges you, what is the first thought that pops into your head? And what is the next thing that you do to start learning this new thing? I'll give you an example. This week, I had to learn how to use a new piece of software so that I could make cool YouTube videos. Uh Uh-oh, watch out for that. Now, I am not a digital native. I was born on the far side of technology, so learning how to use software is really, really challenging for me. Here is what my thought processes were. Holy cheese balls, this is so complicated. Can I do this? Can I be bothered? 
And then I sat there for a while thinking about whether I would bother to even try or whether I'd have to pay somebody to do it. And then I thought, no, take a look and see if you can give it a go. So then I took a poke around the program and started to play around and started to think, well, actually, maybe I can learn how to use this. Okay, maybe I'll give it a go. And then I thought, I think I'll get some help first. Then I can practice after someone has shown me how to use this. Then I reckon I'll get better at it so that eventually I can do it by myself. And so that is exactly what I did. If you put your teacher hat on and analyze my learning dispositions here, you'll see that I was hesitant at first and doubted my ability to learn something so tricky. So my natural attitude towards learning was self-doubt. But then when I gave it some time, I started to use some learning strategies to give it a go. I knew that I needed help, and I knew that if I persisted, practiced, and kept trying, that eventually I would be able to achieve what I needed to do. So if you were a teacher looking at me as a child, and you were considering my learning dispositions, you might say the following in a learning story about me. <clears throat> Here, I've written a story about myself. Angela, today you started to learn some new skills for using software. You knew that this was going to be a challenge, and at first you were very reluctant to try. Your first inclination was to not even attempt it. But I noticed that when given some time and space to explore, you were able to eventually give it a go. And as you experimented, you asked for help and practiced you became more confident. Your attitude and willingness to learn shifted as you developed the skills and confidence to use this new software. You began to see yourself as a competent and capable learner. That's my story about myself. <laughs> so do you see how my learning dispositions impacted my ability to learn? The attitudes that I have today about learning, my self-belief and my willingness to try were formed in my early years and cemented over time, over a lifetime, actually. You can imagine that if I did not have the disposition or willingness to give it a try or to ask for help or to explore, practice and persist, that it would have been unlikely that I would have learned how to use that software. And I'd have to pay someone else to do it for me. Bummer. I don't want to do that. So for early childhood teachers, you can see why understanding children's learning dispositions is so important. We have a huge opportunity to influence and support how a child learns and how a child is shaping their self-belief. If you think about all those learning moments you have in front of you every day where you will see children's learning dispositions in action, here's some examples the child wanting to climb across the monkey bars but feeling afraid, but then they eventually give it a go and keep giving it a go until they succeed. Yes, that includes courage, persistence, determination, and a self-belief, I can do this. Well, what about this one? The baby beginning to walk, who keeps falling down but gets back up continuously to keep trying. That's persistence. Or the new child who has just started in your ECE service, who is starting to take an interest, who is starting to become involved, who then begins to make new friends. This child is showing dispositions of courage, curiosity, 
responsibility, and the ability to build relationships. There are many, many dispositions that are important for children in order to become confident, competent, lifelong learners, which is the goal of our teaching in the early years. And it's our job as teachers to support the development of these dispositions in the early years. As a starting point, the most basic dispositions that we aim to support in early childhood education are courage and curiosity, taking an interest, trust and playfulness, so becoming involved, perseverance, and this is a really important one, persisting with difficulty, challenge and uncertainty. Confidence, the ability to express a point of view or feeling, to have a strong sense of self-belief, to believe in themselves, I can do this. And finally, having a sense of responsibility, taking responsibility for self, taking responsibility towards others and the environment. So those are the most basic ones that we start with in the early years. And now that you know what dispositions are, and why they're so important, the next part of the equation is understanding how we can assess learning dispositions and how we then plan and design our curriculum to support children's development of these. But that's a session for another day. Thanks for listening today. Join me again soon for another Lunch Bite podcast or one of our longer interviews with experts in early childhood education topics. If you'd like to read more on today's topic, grab some of our webinars, online courses and resources to help you keep you current as an early years professional, then head on over to www.ecelearningunlimited.com. Ka kite anō whānau.